And now another 45 minutes of the best afternoon radio show in the country. Oh, please. It's Gatos and Chad. Brought to you by good friends over at Parkinson's Plumbing and Electrical two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Nobody's buying that, Becky Lynn. Nobody is. Nobody's buying that. Trying We're not even the best it. afternoon show in this room. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you like Ringo not being the best drummer of the Beatles? Right. You're not yeah. even the best drummer of the Beatles? <laughs> the show is subpar. Let's just be honest. Crying out. We're loud. a solid seat. <laughs> well, right there from the horse's mouth. How about that? Woo! Now we're awesome. What do you say, uh, Chad? Oh, we're, we're, oh, we're, we're fun. fun. Deal, deal with it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to deal with the election. Uh, we got four days. Ooh. So 18% of you independents out there, you're going to have to either figure out are you going to vote or are you going to sit this one out? And so that's that's really the big number. There are a lot of polls out there. Beculin was talking about a Marist poll. Hobbs plus one. We saw a Fox 10 poll. Lake plus three. Um, but I think it comes down to, you know, which way will will how much of the 18 percent of independents who don't want to vote for one of these two ladies I mean, does it really come down to that? Can can what if ten percent decide they want to vote and it goes seven and three, or goes, you know, who knows? It could go six I, four I, I, I for no Lake idea. or something like that, and that's how that's how she wins. I don't. Again, I think that who not showing up to vote may be the bigger story of who wins. So if the independents stay home, the eighteen percent of independents who don't know who they're going to vote for might not vote. If they stay home. Then who benefits? That's going to be Lake. I think Lake benefits. I think Lake benefits big time. Yeah. But yeah. that also shows you, as much as you say, well, you only uh, won because people didn't show up. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't get them to show up. Doesn't matter. You win, you yeah. win. It, I mean, honestly, you know, you, you could win by 10, 10%. You win by 10 tenths of doesn't percent, whatever it is. Anything. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. I do find it very interesting, though. How will these 18% of independents spend the weekend? Is there something that's going to push them to one side or the other? Are they going to see an ad on television and say, you know, that really got to me. I'm going to go and do this. Here's is a it a friend thing. that stops them in the hall or it stops them uh, at church? Or is it somebody who gets stopped at the market? You go in shopping and you, you have a little chat. Is it a text? Is it a meme? I was just walking by the TV and lo and behold, Blake Masters, Carrie Lake and the sheriff, you know, Lamb and, and several others all down at the border right now with the cameras. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you where Katie Hobbs is. Uh, Katie Hobbs is on a bus. Somebody check Twitter. No, it's on. I can tell you where she is. She's on a bus. She's going from place to place. I forgot what the bus. It's like one of those tours. It's like uh, uh, it's it's. I don't remember what it was, but it's got this. It's got big wording. Wise man, look it up on on Hobbs. So she's got a bus. It's got wording on it, and that's kind of her theme this weekend. She's going all kinds of different places. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it seems that you know Lake and everybody. Well, okay, let me let me say this. I just saw this on on Twitter. Uh, Fincham, who's running for Secretary of State. I saw him. He's at the border. You know what he's telling everybody? He's telling me that uh, all he's telling everybody all the ballots that uh, if you're if you're former military, they're all being screwed with. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. So if you're a former military, military ballots, he said. Uh, a lot of them are going towards, uh, the, I hear, a lot of them are going towards Democrats, and that's just not the way to go. And, and we're hearing that it's, there's, some, there's some, some business going on. And the guy, I mean, come on. You don't have any proof again. How do, you, we know, how do you know they're going for Democrats? Know. You, don't you don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea. So it could be something like that. Wise man? Earlier today, Katie Hobbs tweeted out that she is kicking off the final leg of her 
Solutions Can't Wait tour. And then 14 minutes ago, she tweeted a picture of her with Kerry Washington and Camilla Caballo. Yeah, okay. Did I say that? Yeah, Camilla Caballo. Oh. Really celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Kerry Washington, uh, love her in Django. Okay. Have you seen Django? I have. Yeah, she's the 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 love interest. She's Broomhilda. Okay. She's Hildy. Oh. And then, uh, well, obviously, Camila Cabello. I got to tell you, hang, like, hanging out with celebrities is not the way to go. Uh, I think it, I think that turns people off. Just to be you honest, you know, with uh, I'm gonna know. say this about celebrities. Yeah. Uh, let's go back. Uh, I don't know in time. Do you know if you go back into Roman days and mm. days up until of you know fifty hundred years ago, actors and stuff they were nobody listened to them. They were idiots. You're a jester. You're here to make me laugh. Now go away. <laughs> right, like kind of thing. And now we give them because oh, you're on Twitter or you're on this and you're you're famous. You can have anything you want. Yeah, we believe everything you say. That was really part of the kiss of death to Hillary Clinton. She went on stage uh, in 2016, uh, uh, and she had a bunch of celebrities and not, not many people in the crowd, and it just felt very out of touch. She, but, well, yeah, you know, you felt, well, the celebrity side of things. Right. They, were, they were more interested in, you know, right. oh, you know, so-and-so's on stage for me, so you should vote for me. Yeah, I mean, is Oprah Winfrey, uh, her... Uh, endorsement uh, endorsement of Fetterman. Fetterman. Is that really going to push somebody over the top? I, I don't know. But going back to the 18% of independents who are waiting and may wait and not vote, uh, as I said, is, it, is there something that's going to push them to one side or the other? Because I think... I, th- I think a good portion of them are going to vote. I think the, the closer you get to the election, I think you're probably just going to vote for the person you like the least. No, turn that around. You're going to vote against the person that you that you dislike. Let's say that you think Katie Hobbs has run a brutal campaign and doesn't want the job and you're an independent. You're going to vote for Carrie Lake. Let's say you're an independent, one of the 18 percent. You know, it's crunch time. It's almost Tuesday. And you're thinking, you know what, Carrie Lake, there's too many lies. The 2020, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 it was stolen. I, I, I don't know what she's going to do in office. And it's starting to make me really nervous. And so I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs. Yeah. I think you're going to get some of those those uh, uh, late votes in. And then the independents will go to the polls and they'll go they'll just go and, 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 and vote. But. I don't know, Chad. I don't think anybody can really predict who's going to win. As we talked about a little bit earlier, it kind of feels like Carrie Lake is going to win. But we we hashed it out here on the show. You know, she's up in some polls. And when you see her name in writing on the screen and Hobbs is below it, it's like a psychological thing. Because really, if you look at I'm looking at the screen right now, there's a poll and it says, you know, Lake uh, plus one. And then it's got Hobbs name under it. That's a toss-up. Yeah. But when you look at it, you see Lake above Hobbs. It makes you think... Psychologically, you feel like that, a little the, bit. The, it, it, this person's better. A little, right. Or want, or maybe he's going to win. And we don't know that. No, we don't know. This and thing you know what? could go I, either way. It, it could be Hobbs. And, and, if, and if we said, wow, Kerry Lake won by like 10 points, I wouldn't be surprised. If Hobbs won by 10, would you be surprised? Yes. I would be surprised, too. Yeah. If yeah. Lake won by 10, I would not be surprised because I still think that Republicans are underpolled and don't give answers uh, as well. It's it's getting harder to find out how to poll people anyways. Yeah. Because A, as the House always says, buyers are liars. And the second thing is, they just don't want to do it. If Hobbs loses this race, she can point to the 18% of independents that didn't know who to vote for. And she can point to, she can walk into the bathroom, look in the mirror and say, you should have debated her. You can say that too. Um, 
because when it comes to here's another number 10 percent of republicans are voting for hobbs that's a gift for katie hobbs all she had to do is get a portion of these independents yeah. and you win the race but she doesn't know how to speak to independents no. and she didn't during the race so i can't tell you who's going to win i have no idea well, Maybe I will tell you, is on Wednesday, it's going to be his one to call her sitter, messy. Yeah, lawsuit Wednesday. All right, coming up next, Chad, we got to talk about this. The cartels, we know they're dangerous. But are they now into organ harvesting? Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. Well, we continue to talk about the border. We're never from open borders. Uh, Chad and I don't like the job Joe Biden has done on the border. He's completely ignored it. Uh, we know that the cartels are doing just horrendous things. We talk about the fentanyl problem uh, that's pouring over our borders all the time. But, uh, you know, Chad, you do uh, you do your national show in the yeah. morning, and you had a really interesting conversation with someone who told you some things about the cartels that I've never heard before. Yeah, so I was uh, talking to Sarah Carter. Sarah Carter's got a new uh, uh, Dark Wars pod, is what it's called. It's a podcast about the insanity that goes on at the border. It is scary because we get a very PG view of a lot of things, but... You know, when I was talking to her today, she said, let me tell you what happens to a lot of these kids. And I want you guys to soak this up for a second. She goes, I she was in El Salvador. She's been in Mexico for the last several months doing all of these things. She goes, I'm talking to to people who are coyotes. And it's 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 very interesting what's happening. The. In, as we've talked about, you know, what did Mark Lamb, Sheriff Mark Lamb said earlier, you can sell a pill once, but you can sell a, bo- you know, a human being 20 times. <sighs> he said babies, kids as young as two uh, being used as organ donors, <sighs> uh, raped numerous times. The insanity of of the fact that there is zero laws and one of the other things is they're snatching kids who are on their way here uh you know from places like el salvador who there's nobody will ever miss them there's no birth certificate there is there is nothing and they're gone and she says it's easy to do they disappear and she goes the 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 weird thing is right now there's a battle between the cartels in mexico and the coyotes in central america because the coyotes in central america are having their essentially their stuff stolen they're trying to get people down here and here you know part of being if you can't get me there safely i'm not paying you five or ten grand can i rewind a second yeah kids that are kidnapped on their way to the united states yeah by the cartels what what's happening to them organs they're taking their organs so they're killing them they're yeah they're killing them they're harvesting their organs so they'll take both kidneys they'll take everything money's big you know, and where do these organs go? Rich I mean, people around the world right. who need them, and you know, and the cartels are doing that. Yeah, so this is different than sex trafficking, mm-hmm. drugs. Yes, this is organ harvesting. And she goes, the other thing that's terrifying is they're taking them, they're killing the little kids, and they're stuffing them full of drugs and sending them on their way, if you will, like like a mother, somebody pretending to cross the border with the baby. Uh, their organs are full of basically inside. It is nothing but drugs. Uh, it's hard to comprehend. It is. And she goes, I said, they're no more like produce to these people. She goes, that's exactly what they are. They're produce. You are nothing more than produce. Ugh. 
you're, no. you're a commodity that I'm moving, and I don't care anything about you. So the story we did the other day, like there were uh, some politicians in Mexico that were going to actually discuss... I don't know, cutting a deal with the cartels, right? Yes, yes. And the cartels, what did they say? They, they want to go legit. How do you go legit when you're cutting a kidney out of a two-year-old? Uh, you're not going to. And 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 she goes and she goes. It, it is so bad in some of these area, areas. I have sat there and watched gunfights in in that look like movies and the the Mexican police the Mexican the federalities everybody is completely outgunned they have no chance of stopping they, they've ceded large swaths of their country to people and on top of that they've also moved a lot of people in what they don't talk about into government cartels have a huge not just people that they're paying off people they have trained specifically to get into government and to essentially entrench themselves in areas where they can control things. And then they can look the other way. And they look the other way. They can control things. They can do things. It is terrifying. But the, we think about, you know, we we're talking earlier about slavery today. The the, the things that they're doing to the kids, though, oh, is the the organ harvesting and, and stuff of that nature. So think about it this way. Parents, let's say in Venezuela, just picking a place, that want to send their kids to the United States because things are so bad in their country. So they send them knowing they may never make it to the United States, and they may die. Yeah, there's a good chance your kid isn't going to make it. It's and it, it makes you think how bad is it in Venezuela that your yeah. that your parent would do something like that that would put your but your it also shows you line. what life. On so the line. many people believe in our country that they're willing to risk everything. Yeah, life or death, and you're. To come here, yeah, and it and it and it was just it was very eye opening, and and the podcast is 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 amazing, and just listening to her, and when I was talking to her today, she just she talks about the fact that we have such a PG look at it. As Stalin said, "Death of one is a tragedy; the death of a million is a statistic." And she goes, "That's all it is anymore. These people are statistics; they don't really count." She goes, "When I'm there, I'm walking around at night, you know, with some of these people. There's ten, fifteen dead bodies beheaded." a nightmare it is wow goodness gracious and you want we always talk about you know securing the border but also when you invite people here there are a lot of people that come through that desert and they don't make it here and that's wrong too all right coming up next story time the gatos and chad show give you 19 hours 45 minutes of news this week so up next something ridiculous and silly and funny from our personal lives it's story time the Gatos and Chat Show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week, the guys give you an inside look at their personal lives. All right, into the show Friday. It's time to get all warm and fuzzy. Well, Chad, why don't you go first this week? Ah, man, it's been a week for me. Can I just say it started out? I had a bunch of stuff to do on Monday uh, in the morning uh, for a cartoon. And then I got to go home and spend time with the littles before we went trick-or-treating. Can I just say, the magic of trick-or-treating. Oh. There's something about it still. I mean, I I, I love it. The, the excitement of looking at Charlie and her 28th costume change like she's Elton John. And, you know, it is crazy to see the excitement of all the kids that were out there and you know, there's hundreds of kids and they're standing in line and everybody's got a smile on their face and they're getting their candy. And they just it was 
you know, a, a Tootsie Roll goes such a long way. <laughs> and it, it was so awesome to be out there. You know, and I took time off today. I missed the show on Monday. And, and because, you know, I want to spend time with, with the kids. And it was just one of those things where it takes you back to when when you were a kid. And, and the fun it was, the excitement of, 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 okay, you know, when can I go outside? When can I go outside? When can we go? When can we go? And you know, and taking the kids to to do it because it's weird. There's places where we trick or treat, and then we have to drive to places. And they have like a map where we're at because some of the houses are so far away, so you can go over there. And so the candy tends to be a little bit bigger because they know they're not going to get as many. But man, it was still there were you know places that ran out of candy, and I was it just felt like semi back to normal. What. We had been missing the last couple of years and watching the smiles and the trunk or treat thing that we went to. And it, it was it was just awesome. And it just again, it takes me back and walking around with Charlie, just trick or treat. You know, she still smell my feet. You know, she has no idea what any of the stuff is. And I'm like she's like, Dad, why are we tricking? Because I said back in the day. If they, you know, if they didn't give you a treat, you'd play a trick on them. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, she would, she goes, oh, I should play a trick. I'm, you know, and she wanted to. It was just, it was awesome. And then coming home and doing what the kids did, even the bigger kids, mm. they poured all their candy out and they're, what did you get? How many did you get? It was just, yeah, it just, it, it keeps you young. And I loved it. Yeah. But you also make a good point. It makes you appreciate that after COVID. Absolutely. Because in 2020, 100%. I mean, our, we were doing this show and we're like, are people going to go trick or treating? And you and I were like, that sounds like a safe thing. Listen, you don't have to get right up on somebody. Yeah. You know, ring the doorbells, take a step back, whatever. They, were, they had little things. That I know. It was just. It I was, know. And it, but, but remembering that and having to go through even talking about that and even thinking, is it safe to go? Uh, and will people even open their door? That's the other thing. That was, you know, in 2020. And I'm so glad we're not there anymore. Oh, thank God. Because it, that it, was just yeah, horrific. It just really was. It was just a good kind of throwback thing. And I was talking to some of the people running the trunk or treat, and they were so excited this year because it was in full force. And it was it was just awesome. Story time on the Gatos and Chad show. As um, baby. So mine is, you know what, a little bit similar to yours. You want to talk about, uh, you know, it's 2022, really enjoying life. Uh, it's not 2020 with a new virus out there. So we went to a wedding last weekend uh, in San Diego. And um, you want to talk about the difference of 2022 and 2020? We were in San Diego, and th- we went to uh, we went to the gas lamp district, and we we did a zombie crawl. Cool, right? So basically, what that is, you get a little pamp, you get like yeah. a, a you get you get like little tickets, and it'll give you like five bucks off for this dessert here, you know, three bucks off for a drink over here, and then you go, you want an appetizer, you know, it's only three bucks instead of eight, and all that stuff. And I'm just telling you, there were hundreds of people packed into me, man. Like, that place was crawling with, with people. We were with our friends. We were outside. Then we're in a bar. Then we're at a restaurant. Then we're outside. We're walking around. They got all these costumes. A lot of people, tons of people dressed up. They closed the streets down. And you're like, couldn't do that two years ago? No. You could not do that two years ago. The, the, the crowds at San Diego, it was, they were, it was huge. They were letting off steam still. Such a huge event. Uh, uh, And it was funny because we were in this one bar and it was it was tight. And my one buddy goes, "Uh, you okay over there? I'm great. 
the only mask I want to see is like a Batman mask on me or something like that. And so, yeah, uh, it, to, to your point about um, the trick-or-treating, uh, yeah, for us, you know, we went to that wedding. We had such a great time with our friends at the actual wedding. But even the, the night before, because they postponed their wedding because of COVID. So this was a big deal. But going out and just, you know, knowing that this pandemic is not going to stop us. Uh, and we've moved past it, even though it's still going to linger. We're just going to deal with it and move on. That was a fun deal. All right, that's it. Story time. The Gatos and Chad Show. We bring you inside uh, our personal lives after uh, all the news and midterm garbage that we've given you. <laughs> all right, so on Monday. Plenty more to be had. On Monday, two days. It'll be two days. This is your last yeah. weekend to shop this for your it. favorite campaigning <laughs> slogan slash uh, ballot idiot. Yeah. I'll call him now. Y- yeah. Becky Lynn is coming up next with Arizona's Evening News. Big week next week. Get some rest. Good. See you on Monday at 2.